Hello and welcome. This is the premiere podcast episode for Talk is Jeep. I'm joined with my friend Tom Chartrand. Hello. My name is Art Aldridge. We are both Jeep owners. I will many Jeeps. Yes. Many many Jeeps? Many Jeeps. How many Jeeps have you owned? We have owned, I want to say at least five. Now do Grand you, Cherokees, do you, Cherokee Sports, Wranglers. You consider any Jeep badged vehicle a Jeep? The ones I've owned, yes. I consider only the CJs and the the Wrangler family Jeeps. Everything else is not quite a Jeep. Well, no, I agree. For the purposes of what we enjoy about a Jeep, absolutely. Okay. CJ, TJ, YJ, yeah. Yeah, all the Js. Yes. Just not the J-E-P. And the JLs. JLs, fine. Now, I bought my first Jeep in 1990. It was a YJ. It was the first new vehicle I ever owned. I was fresh out of college. I had a pocket full of money. And that Jeep, which was the bare bones, didn't even have a carpet, (laughs) cost me $12,000. Oh, wow. And it was a white two-door base model. I don't think they called it the S or Sport. It was just the Wrangler. And it was the cheapest Jeep you can get. Had no air. Had you know soft top, had half doors with the you canvas, take the top down. That's your air uppers, and <laughs> I loved that Jeep. Drove it into the ground. Yep. And then I got married, and I sold it. In those days, I didn't know, as they say, from Shinola. <laughs> but I bought the Jeep, and I didn't quite understand that you know the soft top wasn't. Those early soft tops were not great. Right. They were right. not great. So I bought a aftermarket hard top and doors. I bought an Acme hard Acme. top and doors. And there were there were there a couple no of There was no rugged problems. ridge back then? No, not back then. <laughs> so the the doors, they were fiberglass and they had the Burger King drive-through window slider. <laughs> so it wasn't a roll-down window. It just slid. Oh, God. And so you didn't have the full width of the window to work with as you pulled up to a drive-through or a bank. You had half of a width of your door <laughs> to get anything in and out of your vehicle through oh, the window. Wow. So not ideal, but I loved that Jeep, and, right? And I, I had, I think, three sets of rims and and eight tops, and you know, just lots of parts. And you have, right. you do collect parts as a Jeep owner, and that was something that I wasn't fully aware of back then. I just sort of fell into it <laughs> when you jumped into it, right? But then I sold it all. I got married, and then. From that day forward, I had always jonesed for a Jeep. Right. Flash forward three years ago, I turned 50, and as a birthday present to myself, because no one else cared, I said, <laughs> I'm going to buy myself a Jeep. And I went out, and I bought a JL, brand new 2018 JL, and it's the unicorn of JLs at the time. It's a two door Sport S six speed. Six speed, right. That's you the main couldn't thing. find them anywhere, the six speeds. And I was adamant about having a manual transmission Jeep. I drove 
about 300 miles to get it in Maryland. It was worth every mile. Worth every mile. And <laughs> I am, a you know, back in the Jeep family, and I've been enjoying it and and using it on jamborees. And, and, and we're going to lead into where we are today, which is on the eve of a Jeep jamboree. Literally, and, yeah. And this is your first, right. and we're going to talk about that. But let me first hear, Tom, your Jeep history, your pedigree in the Jeep world. Mine started years ago. It was an 01 Jeep Wrangler X, and I think it was the first year they did the X, which was a bare-bones Jeep. found it. Uh, it had just been turned in as a used car because with 1,600 miles, somebody, a woman had gotten pregnant and found out she didn't want to be driving around pregnant in a Jeep. Um, and it was just a great opportunity, got a great deal on a Jeep and it was a second car for me and my family. And my kids are, our Jeep has always been a beach vehicle for me. I live on Cape Cod and it was an opportunity to drive out on Nauset beach or Sandy neck beach. And that's the level to which I jeeped. You know, we enjoyed it, the top down, got the sound system, did all this stuff, but never took it to the level of the Jeep Jamboree people who go way above that to be able to do all that other hardcore stuff. But a Jeep just meant being free, being out in the open, being able to enjoy music and a lifestyle being out in the open that was something that, you know, was incredible. And I've shared that with my family for years. And I think I handed that Jeep off to my son in maybe 2015, 14 or 15, and that Jeep rang, you know, pulled up 250,000 miles after we beached it for for years, and all of our kids have enjoyed it, and uh, you know that's that's the extent. There weren't many modifications. There weren't many things that weren't just esoteric on the front, just for style and look. And uh, I guess we'll talk about where we are now with our current Jeeps, but uh, it's it's just been something that we loved. And the kids all had Cherokee Sports, and we've had Grand Cherokees, and uh, it's just the, the Jeep has been something that we've loved. You know, we haven't known each other for decades, right? but through our work, we've become friends. I invited you to join me on a road trip in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> right in the height of it. <laughs> right in the height of it. It was a little little sketchy, a little questionable, but we we drove, you drove down from Cape Cod to New York where I live, right. and then the two of us in my JL Wrangler drove to Tennessee to do a Jeep Jamboree at the Windrock Park. And it was like a great escape. It felt like we were getting away from the horror that we were it all was, going through. It was a really odd time to yeah. be getting away because it was a lot of uncertainty and right. a lot of contradiction in rules. <laughs> if you remember, we could not get inside a Starbucks from from right. the time we left New York until we got to Tennessee. And then it was like there was no COVID. No rules. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was your first Jeep Jamboree. Absolutely, yeah. Now, I had never been on a Jeep Jamboree until I got my JL. When I got my JL, I actually did a charity Jeep ride for a uh, Wounded Warriors Foundation where we went and took vets on little right. Jeep trip up the trail. And that was, my Jeep was probably two months old. Okay. And 
they took us on this trail. It was supposed to be really easy. It was not. It was actually pretty intense. It was more than you expected. And one of the Jeeps in the group actually rolled over right in front of me. (laughs) So I was sort of thrown into this sort of off-road world. I had always wanted to do a Jeep Jamboree and never did. Right. My my off-roading experience in my in my YJ was basically driving on a um, highway that was being built, and it was under construction. <laughs> and we would gravel. drive we would drive on the gravel and the dirt hills and the stuff before they paved it. Okay. That, that was my Jeep experience, and, and and so I was pretty much a novice. <laughs> but I went I went in 2019. I right. did my first Jeep Jamboree and, and fell in love with the Jeep even more than I had. I loved the Jeep, you know, going into it, but had a new respect for the vehicle. Right. And then I said, hey, would you go with me on this trip? Because it was in the middle of COVID and we weren't working. And I was like, what else am I going to do besides sit at home and, you know, go crazy? Right. Right. Find something, explore something new. Yeah. So so we drove 12 hours yeah. <laughs> in the Jeep, which, you know, I mean, the new Jeeps are very comfortable, comfortable yes. and savvy on the highway. They're modern, way more than my YJ ever was. Or any of my TJs. Yeah. But it was still a rough yeah. go loud, <laughs> you know, the roar of the tires, the whole right. bit. Well, you had big tires. Yeah. I, had, I had mud terrain tires, yeah. so they're not exactly quiet. <laughs> and, and we had to stop every two hours for gas, but that's yes, besides true. the point. That actually worked out in our favor. It did, yeah. We could take shifts. and. But here's <laughs> the, the most interesting thing I think that I observed besides the Jeep. Being at that event, being around the Jeep, seeing the Jeeps, you then had a Jeep fever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had missed the Jeep that I hadn't had for so long. And I was seeing all these Jeeps and even ones that looked like my old one. And I'm like, God, it would be good to be able to enjoy that. And and again, we were in the middle of COVID and I'm like, all right, we can't travel anywhere. I would love to be back on the beach again. How do I find my TJ to get back on the beach. And, you know, we were out there enjoying Tennessee and I hear one of our trail guides say, I just want to get rid of my Jeep. I got to sell it. I want to get a gladiator. And I'm like, Oh, that would be so fun on the beach. How am I going to make this happen? F you art. You've brought me into this. (laughs) I just want to get a Jeep. And it, it just, it sparked it all up and I shared it with, with Melissa and my you, wife. You, and you, you almost came home with the I Jeep. I almost came home, yeah, exactly. Despite your wife's <laughs> concerns. And she was so right. <laughs> Not that Jeep. But, but I mean, literally it, it struck an emotional chord. Yeah, it did. As, as I think anyone who owns a Jeep you know, if you're not feeling an emotional connection to it, then you probably made a mistake in buying it in the first place. Right. Right. But you, you, so what, what was the continuation of your Jeep fever story? Well, it was funny because we had talked about it for a while. It would be great. You know, COVID's happening. We don't know when it's going to end. The days we would be able to go out on the beach with our Jeep were so fun. We should consider it. And you know, that, 
pulled me through the whole Jeep Jamboree. I'm looking at all these Jeeps going, yes, I love that one. I love that one. We've got to get one. We've got to find a way to do it. So it really sparked at least a, a, a fever to find out what's the right Jeep. How can we do it? Do I want to get a new one? Do I want to get a used one? What's the right one? And with my wife being into it with me, it really you know, sparked my um, interest in trying to find out how I can do it, you know? And, you know, I wanted to get this one Jeep that we had seen, this Rubicon. It was all trail ready. And obviously being on the trail, I was like, this is the one I want, you know? And and it was built by a trail guide for the Jeep right. Jamboree. So you knew it was built well. Right, right. And and the, the price point was a little bit high. And in talking about it and, you know, supporting what we wanted, it was like, all right, we're going to do 90% of our Jeeping on the beach. So let's, let's come down from the clouds of this trail ready built up Jeep and, and, and consider one. And I had found this guy on Facebook in South Carolina that built out old TJs and studied what he did and actually found my dream Jeep. And it turned out that this dream Jeep was one that we had rented on our honeymoon it was same color, light metal khaki, and didn't find this out until after we had bought this Jeep, but it just seems that it was the right decision to make. It was a great TJ, Sahara. Um, he had a four-inch lift on it. It was, it was just, it was clean. It was neat. It wasn't overbuilt. It was a good beach Jeep. It was something that, you know, you could maybe do a Jeep Jamboree with, and uh, it just, it seemed like the perfect fit. And it just, it filled every need. All right. So stepping back to that Tennessee event in 2020, yeah. you were a passenger in mm -hmm. my Jeep. That was the first Jeep event that I did after modifying my Jeep. Right. The first Jeep jam I did was in 2019 in the Killington Mountains. And my Jeep was stock. It was a Sport S. And wait, hey, we're in Killington right now. We are in Killington right now, <laughs> and we'll get to that. Patience, Grasshopper. Absolutely. So my my Jeep at the time in 2019, it was basically a year old. I didn't really know a lot myself. I wanted more experience. So Right. Not without some fear, right? I mean, A lot of went... fear. A lot of fear. <laughs> you know, where I live in New York, there's not an immediate accessibility to trails you have to drive you know three hours plus to do legal off-roading as far as i am aware and so i decided to do a jeep jamboree in killington it was a last minute thing i i was on a wait list and i got in they called me and said you know next week you're in if you Show want up. and i showed yeah. up and i brought my my son who was probably 18 at the time unwillingly he he came <laughs> and i i lined up in the line and my jeep was the littlest of these monsters the saddest shortest the saddest unbuilt. stock you know jeep it was an eye opener for me because i realized how capable this factory jeep was no right. lockers not even you know mud terrain tires just all terrain tires the only thing I think I did to the Jeep was I put on sway bar disconnects. Mm -hmm. And I did it at the last minute because I had read that that helps a lot. Right. So that was the only mod that I had. 
and my Jeep got banged around, smashed. Uh, I didn't bust anything and I didn't break anything that I couldn't drive at home, but there was a lot of noise. And the trails were pretty much um, more than I had anticipated, and I didn't think my vehicle could even make it through some of it, but it did. Oh, boy. And I was very impressed. Well, I asked you as a passenger yeah. in the Jeep in uh, Tennessee, what were your impressions of now at that point my Jeep was modified. Right. It had thirty five inch tires, it had a three and a half inch Terraflex lift, it had the JKS sway bar disconnects. But that was basically the extent of the modification. Okay. It had it had rock slider, rock slide engineering um sliders on it, but that was really it. But what were your impressions as a passenger during that event? I, I want to say I I think I think the tires and the lift made all the difference because it, it seemed as though there was nothing it couldn't get around. You know, you took it slowly, you took it carefully, and I don't think there was anything that was concerning on that ride. No, I don't know if that was the level of the trails in Tennessee or what, but, you know, we were very video centric. We were taking a ton of video and doing this and that, but there was never a point on the ride that I thought, oh boy, we're in a situation that's tenuous or scary. Uh, you seem to be able to get over all of the, the rocks and the river. I mean, you know, so I, I didn't feel any of the, the fear you might've felt in your first one when it was stuck. I mean, what? But what were your impressions about the Jeep at that point? The vehicle itself. Like, were you impressed with its capabilities? Were you, you know, indifferent? Like, what were your thoughts? Because at that point, you hadn't bought a Jeep. You were not a Jeep owner uh, you at know, that time. At that time, right? So, like, right. what was going through your head about the actual Jeep itself? I, I was, I was blown away at how comfortable it was i mean it it rode smoothly you know whatever you had done with a lift and everything else it was able to get through everything and i'm like wow this this is awesome it, you know you were able to get over all the trails all the rocks everything that would happen and you were out there helping people having only been on i want to say it was your second right uh jamboree you know you know what to look for with people and it was it you know it felt like you know, uh, uh, a venture that, that was, it was fun. It was, you were conquering different things. This vehicle was, you know, doing things it was intended to do with a little bit of help after some of your modifications. And it was just juicing what, you know, we had already talked about as far as getting a beach Jeep and taking it a little bit further, you know, maybe I can do this. Maybe, you know, this kind of stuff can, you know, be something we can look forward to. And especially at the time, it was like, you know, what do we have? We can't travel. It's COVID. It's things are going on, but we can get on the beach. We can get on a trail. We can go and be by ourselves and enjoy this vehicle that was built, you know, and, and, and better than many other vehicles off road, you know, enjoy a day in nature, you know? So you go home from that Jeep Jamboree. You didn't buy the Jeep that I thought you were going to buy. <laughs> I really thought you were going to leave. It was close. Leave Tennessee with that Jeep. <laughs> but you didn't. You showed restraint. And then so you you bought a TJ. Yep. 
And now we're here a year later. We're yeah. at Killington, and you're about to embark as a driver in yeah. your own Jeep on your first Jeep Jamboree. Right, right. What? Tell me about what you're feeling about this event. I, I'm really nervous. So, I mean, you know, the Jeep that we looked at and we had, you know, so one of our trail guides had a, I, I want to say it was an 03 Rubicon and he had built it up crazy. I mean, he had modified the whole interior. It it wasn't a Jeep for all phases of life. It was a trail Jeep, you know, but I got all amped up about it and I wanted it. And in the end, it was a price point thing. It was, it was more than I wanted to pay. He wanted to wait for his price. And it just solidified the fact that, you know, I had had a 2001 X. I wanted a TJ. I didn't want to go new. I wanted to spend, you know, around the $12,000 mark and I found the right Jeep. I found that 03 Sahara was beautiful, had a great four inch spring lift, um, really beautiful modification. You know, the guy had done some really nice cleanup work, the LED lights, the the winch. I mean, everything was, you know, prime for what I thought, you know, I could bring here to Killington and, and do a basic ride. And, uh, and it got us through some amazing, you know, summer beach rides. And, and so, you know, that's, that's what I thought. I thought I got a great, uh, ride. And right now I'm a little bit nervous because it's been raining all day. And now I'm seeing, you know, having been through that ride with you, what my Jeep's going to go through. And I'm not sure it's capable. I've got the all terrains, not mud terrains. It's got a great, you know, a great lift. And I'm not sure it's got the, the servitude behind the driver to, to, be able to take it over what it's going to be uh, served with for weather tomorrow. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Here's what I can tell you. <laughs> and I've told you this already, so yeah. this is not news, but my Jeep was stock. Now, granted, it was 20 years newer or so, but right. um, my Jeep was stock when I did it. Uh, it made it through everything. It didn't have to get... Um, winched or towed it made noises that i <laughs> prefer not to hear but I i'm think, sipping my tequila as you say this i i think that you can um prepare yourself for that the great thing about the jeep jamborees is that they're run very well they're organized very well the trail guides that go out with each group are so experienced mm -hmm. and are there to help you. So basically, all you have to do is listen to the guide and watch the Jeep in front of you. Right. Which hopefully will be me. Yes. And if you see the line that the Jeep in front of you is taking and it's working, then you follow that line. Right. And if you see the guy rolling over, then you avoid that Find line. Find a new line. Right. <laughs> so that's really the best advice I have is watch what's happening in front of you. Right. Listen to the guide, but understand that, you know, what what the the, the line that you're taking is going to totally dictate how your Jeep's going to handle it. You don't want to ever right. try to straddle a big obstacle. You want to put a tire over that On big obstacle. obstacle. But- I think what you will come away with 
after tomorrow. We're here for two days. Right. So we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow <laughs> on a part two. But what I think you will come away with is a new appreciation for your Jeep mm-hmm. and also your ability to pilot it over the obstacles. And it, you'll have a new bond. That was right. one thing that I uh, developed after doing my first Jeep memory is this bond I felt with my Jeep even more than just, you know, enjoying it as right. a car. I felt like there was some simpatico, you know, after taking it in the yeah. woods and tackling obstacles together. Like, okay, come on, we're going to go over this rock now. And I know, yeah, we're leaning a lot. And I have video of my son on one of these off camber angles where he literally crapped his pants <laughs> and I have it on a GoPro. Oh, and wow. it's just three, it's like three seconds where his, his face turns white and his jaw <laughs> drops and he clutches the roll bar and it's, <laughs> it's a moment frozen in time forever. That's and awesome. Maybe I'll show it on, if we make a video of this, which I think we will, <laughs> but, um, you know, those are the moments that sort of cement your love for your vehicle even right. deeper. So I think you will come away tomorrow with a new appreciation for your vehicle and perhaps a little more confidence in your skills as a driver. And I think that will be the best thing that will come from this. Right. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to taking the whole jeep thing to a new level i mean i loved it i loved being able to take it on the beach and go the places that most people can't go and you know now i'm looking forward to taking a vehicle that was only two years older so 18 years old um and making it do things you know now that i can look back on and feel sort of you know young and you know where i was when i had my first jeep Yes, there, there's you know. definitely some recapturing of your right, youth that right. you feel. Yeah. So we will pick this conversation up on part two okay. tomorrow after your first day. Yeah. Knock on wood that everyone uh, drives safely. And a sip. And a sip this of... Um, Don Julio Don Añejo. Don Julio Añejo. <laughs> um, we will converse about your first day and, and the... Highs and hopefully no lows. Yes. Maybe four low. Four low for sure. Four low for sure. First gear and gotten we'll see weather how, willing. We'll see how your, your all-terrain tires do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For Talk awesome. is Jeep, I'm Art Aldridge. Tom Chartrain with you. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time.